Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, as always, with Randy Angston. What's up? Hey, guy. Hey, man. What's up, dude? So, as always, because <laughs> I'm always with you, but sometimes, you well, you've done one, one? solo. I have a feeling there's going to be some new, fresh solos coming yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have a choice. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, uh, quick news, guys. I'm going to be uh, disappearing. Tim's, for, Tim's secluding himself. I'm going to disappear for uh, December. I think, I think he's afraid of COVID. Nah, nah. <laughs> no. It's just time for a break. I haven't had a break. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. And it's not because I need a break. Well, I need one now, but like in the in the past, I don't I don't enjoy them. Like it's just I'm always on, right? Mm-hmm. And as an entrepreneur and most people listening, um, I, and we, we had a show just on this was you are happy when you have momentum, momentum. in your business mm-hmm. and when you're stopped or the momentum slows, that's when you're the most unhappy. Mm-hmm. And it's not the work, it's momentum. And that's the biggest difference. And so in order to shut off and go to a cabin or whatever, you're kind of stopping the momentum in your business. I mean, there's things you can do to kind of drive it yeah. during the time, but that's very hard to do for, I mean, for me personally, but for entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so that's why vacations are tough and trying to unplug is tough and they say you need it. And I've never thought I needed it, but man, this, this is like a weird feeling where I just gotta, <laughs> I just don't want to do a damn thing. You know, it's something, and, and it's, it's valid, you know, mm-hmm. um, something that I've, I can attest to is like stress isn't always noticed mm-hmm. or visible. You know what I mean? It, just the last couple of weeks, like I, there's times where I could, I literally just felt like I hit a wall mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, like I'm not where things are good. We're having fun, smiles. Like it doesn't feel like I'm stressed out, but our daily routines, the amount of time we're in our work, the gym, you know, our workouts, I mean, all of it, positive or negative, it's still stress. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not doing things to combat that, yeah, it will, it catches up and it doesn't, you know, you don't have to seem like you're down in the dumps and having a bad day for it to yeah to to actually be there and affect you so those types of resets are are healthy yeah and yeah. uh i went to vegas over the weekend my buddy you know selby mm-hmm. um shout out selby selby brown there you go he's like let's go and i'm like okay so we went and it's kind of it kind of sucked man <laughs> vegas was it was strange it was just a weird it's weird man nobody's out it's kind of i mean there's people mm-hmm. but like you can't have a reservation with more than four people in your party you know, so we had some friends that were there. We couldn't even go out to eat with them. It was just, it was just strange, man. Yeah. Oh, um, my. All right. Without any of that. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. All right. So this episode today, we're going to talk about a real quick topic, real fast. It's something that uh, we just utilized, uh, you know, here at the gym is a sales tactic, something that we've used for years. Uh, we've never talked about it on this show. It's just kind of like this back pocket thing. Mm-hmm. 
So typically when people come in, you've got these options, right? They can sign up for an annual membership or, you know, you want to go to month to month or some people are like, let's do a six month deal or hell, there's even a two week trial. Sure. And there's all these considerations that are being made from the person sitting in the chair. Like, uh, you know, I'm not sure I want this, but I don't know about that. And there's some, some uncertainty sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we know from past experience, as soon as you let somebody walk out the door, it's like 80% chance that they're not coming I back. I just had this conversation with Zach while you were- 80% chance. Oh, yeah. And so we know that, and, and you probably listening know that. So it's, in, and you don't want to be a hard closer. Like, you don't, you know, you buy or die, you know, like that's, that's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, deep down, if you let them leave, they're not coming back. And some of it is is the fact that you want it as bad for them as you know as they do, mm-hmm. and so it is a kind of a, a difficult position because you you honestly feel like they're walking away and th- they're not doing what they actually want to do. Right, right. It's their own fears. Or their, it's, yeah, it's money. It's they don't yep. trust themselves to yep. do the work. Exactly. And we always talk about how fitness is such a hard business because they're not buying a widget. They're not getting instant gratification where they come in and they buy the TV and they walk out and it's on their wall tomorrow. They're in for a commitment of their own work. Of more work, yeah. So it's really a tough sell if you really think about it. Um, So sometimes you're faced with a situation where the guy or girl is in front of you. They're not sure. They want to do the annual because the price is a little bit better. But deep down, they're not trusting themselves. So you have a couple options. Um, they're not going to go for the month to month because it's too expensive. You know, it's a 20, 25% increase and you don't want to offer them the trial because they do the trial. Then it's like, it's too much of a toe in the water, not a full of yeah, yeah. experience. So sure. they're close. Uh, and so here's what we do. We know they want the annual, but they don't want the commitment right away because they don't trust themselves. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do. Mrs. Johnson. This is obviously you want to get started today. This is obviously the better package because it's an annual rate. Here's what we're going to do for you. If you sign up right now, we're going to give you a 30-day out, meaning you sign up for the year and 30 days, we're going to sit down and meet again and you could either cancel or stay on board or change to something else, but there's no risk. There you go. 30 days, you're not locked in for 12 months. And that's always been our call it a down sell, but it's a back pocket mm-hmm. closed deal. It's like a case by case situation. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And everything's a negotiation. If Absolutely. you think about it, you're having a conversation with people and everything's a negotiation and you know, you're just trying to come to a, a you know, middle ground that you can both, it's a win-win. I mean, exactly. what else can you ask for? So Mrs. Johnson says, great. The stress level's down. The risk is gone. I have 30 days and change my mind in 30 days. And we know, and you know, if they come for 30 days, they're- They're a client. They're a client. They're going to stay. So we just got to get them to do it. Yeah. And so if it takes a 30-day out, we call it a 30-day cancellation, 30-day out, uh, we can cancel this, we'll tear it up, go our separate ways, but just let's get started. And if you know you've got that, we've used it and it works almost every Mm -hmm. single time. I mean, maybe one out of 50 have said at 30 days, no, thank you. But everybody else stays. Yeah. So, so, so why not? Absolutely. Why and not? truthfully, the person that who you gave the opportunity to and did back out, they probably would have never even gave it a try at all, right? They would, True. they would have walked away day one. And I mean, at least, I don't want to say at least he collected a month on them, but 
You know what I mean? Like the you, both parties gave it the college try, and yep. it just wasn't right. Which is yeah. which? That's all we can do in business. Like we're not going to win everybody. You know what so, I mean? This is your business, everybody listening. You have you have control. There's no hard rule that says you have to only do annuals and you have to do month to month. Or why not try this play? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's not going to be there every single time, but it's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or if you say, "Dang, Tim, I never thought of that. It's a great idea. Maybe this is your play." Everybody's on an annual and you have 30 days to cancel. So it's kind of like a trial, but and you can cancel it at 30 days. It's the same price, but you can get started today, and after that first month, we're going to meet. You want to continue? We continue. If you don't, you don't. Hey, guys. As you know, at built to grow we're all about systems and scalability, and that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around, and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients, and I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. I love it. And uh, to talk about like the theory or like the overlying psychology of all of that, right? When you're positioning your offer, risk removal is a very big component in allowing a, a prospect or somebody to overcome that their own internal objections and actually purchase a program. You know, with our programming, we always have some sort of risk removal involved or we, you know, we try to bolt in as much of that risk removal because it, it, it's meeting that consumer halfway. We understand that there are some reservations. Nobody just run, well, very rarely are people running at us with their credit card out, like throwing money at us, right? There's some sort of internal objections, conversation, negotiation sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Allow all those things to take place. But when you have in your pocket or when you have... Uh, something that you can go to to help with that risk removal, it is a big piece of of confidence in that consumer's it's a big eyes. Piece of the conversion process, it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That, that is, if 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 all of your, I mean, look at all of your offers. You should have some sort of risk removal built into any good offer that you guys have, and that's just something that you know I would take not only to this situation, but anytime you position things to the marketplace, risk removal, um, and you can think of it like you know money back guarantees. Double your money back guarantee. You've seen that with certain products. Another one would be uh, pay net zero now, you know, payments over time. Mm-hmm. Get the thing now. So this happens a lot with digital products. Yep. You know, you can give them the deal, pay in 30 days. Yeah. Access or, or the deliverable. Sure. And again, it, it's all psychology. It comes back to the comfort in the, in the consumer's mind and how we can bridge that gap. How can we take them from feeling like it's us versus them to, hey, we're on the same side of this. You know, we're just really offering something that you, you've you told us you want. 
well, what is the natural progression to the next step? Risk removal is a beautiful thing. I mean, if you can take that's somebody usually off why that they're ledge. on the fence. Yeah, exactly. It's a little risky. I don't know. I don't trust. It's usually they don't trust themselves. themselves yeah. Absolutely. You know, so if you can prove it to them that they can actually do the thing, you know, give them the 30 days. Give and, them the 30 day out. And on top of it, I mean, we've talked about it with our Netflix play. Yep. Right. That's a, a form of risk removal in a way, or I guess it is. But it's it's the personal training or training is so personal that the try before you buy, the try before committing to a full year, mm-hmm. it's it, it becoming more and more the norm or the, the must if in a way. You know what's weird? I just heard a show, a podcast, or maybe it was a little clip that, that said never to offer a trial. Really? It's so weird. Like, it doesn't make sense. In the fitness game? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I mean, but at the end of the day, I guess it really depends on where... Because back to your point about um, like the, being the hard sell, mm-hmm. I could see that, but you'd almost have to have that stance in your business. You know, you're not going to sit there and negotiate. You're not going to sit there and no, it's this is what we have to offer. Either you're a client of ours or you're not. Yeah, but and it's they, almost di- in, insensitive. At in the way. end of the day, you got to look at your population, mm-hmm. and they're nervous. They don't want to be there. Like, why wouldn't you? So, I, that's, oh, I, I don't so think that's the right way to go there about was, it. Uh, there was what was their reason? There are reasons. It was a CrossFit. I know. I know. It was like you're not going to get somebody to buy. Oh, I, this this was their reasoning. Why I was I was trying to think of it. This was their reasoning. People are there to sign up with you to buy a result, and when you're doing a trial, they're only experiencing the, the workout. Sure. The workout. The workout isn't your best foot forward because the workout is hard. Your place is dirty. That's what they said on there. Um, they're going to like, this is like the most miserable part of what you're going to give them is the first portion, the trial. They're wanting the result. No, I don't think that's the, the, to me, that's the worst reasoning for <laughs> That was their reasoning. It, it, I mean, I can, I can, I can kind of understand the logic in their thought, but at the end of the day, Think about the person the, the coming person, in. The person, exactly. That's, that's being said from like the coach's standpoint who doesn't understand what the consumer's feeling necessarily mm-hmm. or what they need to experience in order to feel confident about being able to make it. And my, my rebuttal to this in my head, I'm like, well, if they don't try it, they're not going to buy, like they don't know what they're getting into. I get it. So if you're going to give them the trial, it's like the worst part of, you know, the first two weeks. But it's the experience of the trial that's going to make the difference. So if you treat them like a great, you know, like pat on like the they back, matter, yeah. like they matter. If you really take your time with them, you show them and then they actually feel pretty good. I mean, they're going to be sore, but they accomplished it. Absolutely. Great job. You worked hard today. That's all positive stuff. And so their thought process, I, I would totally disagree with it. We've been running the trial play for 11 years. I think we're doing fine with it. but. It's interesting to hear somebody else's take, but I well, think you have to. And I think the, the CrossFit game, because just because of how they their gyms typically run, I think that uh, that might play into some of it too. Because tip, well, I mean, with the coach, with the clients we've worked with that run CrossFit gyms, they've always had a hard time figuring out how to expose somebody to their services. Yeah. Because it's oh, I can't throw somebody into a wad. They've never been inside a gym. How are they supposed to go? You know, understand these movements and do yeah. these things and. You know, so there's like competency that comes into play with so they those have that, that onboarding. onboarding. Yeah, which what are they going to do? They're going to charge even more, money. even more money for because it's it's more individualized coaching. And so, yeah, that's a tough business model to, to if you don't if you aren't looking at it and trying to get out of the box. 
no pun intended, <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> um, you're going to have a difficult time. And I know that well, we've personally worked with, with CrossFit gyms from the coaching and, and the programming help and things like that. We've found ways of exposing people in a way that's not, okay, nobody can touch our, our classes until you go through this stuff. And I think that's in just order everybody's doing to, it because that's what everybody else does. Yeah, but the, the, in order to do get them experience, they have to not do CrossFit. There's a mass exodus to CrossFit, and it makes 100% sense yeah. to me. It's just just not a great model for a lot of reasons. You know, whatever. You're talking about a small fraction of the population that could really excel in that, yep. in that you know, area. And that's why you're seeing more CrossFits closing than opening on a month-to-month basis. And it's just, you know, and everybody that I know that owns a CrossFit is trying to get out of it. Yeah. Unaffiliating, taking the name off the door and doing all this stuff. So, hey, it had its run. And, and, you know, and they did a lot for the fitness business. They made it mainstream. Yep, Great they, job. They made it cool again. Absolutely. But as far as the the business of the CrossFit, I mean, heck, the the one in San Francisco, the guy, Kelly Starrett, he just closed his doors for good. I mean, granted, it had a lot to do with the, the closure, yeah. but he, even somebody had six, 700 clients and been doing it for 15 years or whatever it was, he's even throwing the towel in. They're done. So, and there's a lot of reasons for that, but I mean, if that, that diehard is gone. What does it say for the whole brand? Yeah, the brand itself, sure. Yeah, and again, guys, like CrossFit is just another way of delivering a result. And I mean, how many how many of these gyms have we worked with that literally had that badge, felt like the wad, and that was, oh, you know, that's that's what's attracting people to this. And then all of a sudden you're a functional training gym, and now you've got 10 times the clientele to work with because you got rid of something that had stigma and fear and really only catered to that one person, you know, that, mm-hmm. that top tier athlete that wanted to compete along those lines. But for the masses, you know, functional training is not wildly different than the way that CrossFit designs some of their workouts. No, no. And so that rebrand alone just say, I mean, I, it had to have just saved so many or opened up so many more doors for those businesses. Yep. Yep. There you have it. There you have it. That's our take on uh, the CrossFit. Yeah. I don't know. It's totally <laughs> different. But uh, we need to do a little Whiskey Wednesday. So are you teasing show. me now? Man, it is early though. May have to, <laughs> may have to uh, wait till later. But there, okay. So, so this show really today was about one little extra, you know, back pocket tactic play that you could to leverage to get, make that one win at the sales table. You're on the fence. Somebody isn't ready to risk the the whole year. They want that rate, but they're not ready. So, do the one month out. We've used it forever, and it works. And so, if you haven't thought about that. Now you got an extra tool in the toolbox. Yeah, I mean, it's basically that or you're telling a client no and or you're letting them walk out the door. Why would you ever yeah. just settle without yeah. having, you know, being able to take another shot? There you go. Loading you up with tools. Yeah. All right, that's it for this show. Guys, until next episode, keep changing lives. See you back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.